All right. Welcome to the Real and Real Estate Podcast hosted by me, Lindsay Perino, a realtor in Tampa Bay, Florida. This podcast was created to bring awareness of what real estate agents actually do and some other helpful insights in the industry for the average human. Our guest today is Katie Hassan. Um, she is and has been a professional sales coach and leadership coach with Southwestern Consulting. She's been in sales for over 10 years and actually started her career in door-to-door sales. And we'll talk about that later. She's been a coach now for over seven, working with some of the top professionals in the industry. We're talking real estate industry, right? Yes, and related industries. Awesome. And lastly, she's a proud mom to a cute puppy named Coquina or Kina. How is she? She's good. She's definitely puppy, but she's good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you excited to be on the pod? So excited. Mm. So tell me what you told. Well, actually, talk to me about what you said before you came in here about your outfit. What that had to do with Kina? Oh, yes. She's in a phase. She's she's customized a lot of my shoes. (laughs) (laughs) That's a positive way of saying Uh, it. Yes. Some of them are not wearable anymore, but some of them I've salvaged. The life of having a puppy. Yes. But it's all worth it, right? It is worth it. Or almost worth it yet. She's cute. Yeah. She keeps me on my feet. Okay. So I didn't prepare you for today's pod. (laughs) There's a reason why. And the reason was because I didn't want her to put me in the best light because you never know. So my question today is, would you choose me to help you sell your home or to to help you buy a home? Like, I want your honest answer. Yes? Right off the bat? Yeah. Why? I'll tell you why. I mean, sure, there's plenty of agents out there, but I think uh, knowing you as a friend, um, I've seen what kind of diligent work ethic you have. Ooh. So, uh, what about the blunt side of our friendship? Yeah. I mean, I've seen some emotional growth in you as well, too. (laughs) So I think guys, I've grown (laughs) growing. Um, no, I think that there's, there's a lot of that there. I think in any friendship, someone who's, um, willing to have hard conversations. And I think in any relationship, um, somebody who's willing to have hard conversations and, like share what they think they're good at and what they think they can work on mm-hmm. and be completely open to feedback is huge. We've had some of those. Yeah. <laughs> oh. They've been rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you have to have those in the real estate industry, mm-hmm. especially when people are like backing out and you coach people mm-hmm. that work with real estate, you know, that work in the real estate industry as well as lending mm-hmm. as well as obviously other industries. But the real estate side, you have to have those tough conversations. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, you're dealing with people and people have emotions. And yeah. Being able to navigate those emotions and use them as information, not personalized and taking it personally and internalizing them. Yeah. So, But you've helped me too over the years be a little bit less brash. <laughs> a little Is more tact- a- <laughs> tactful or empathetic. Empathetic. <laughs> Compassionate. Yeah. Uh, well, good. I'm glad that you said yes. If you said no, we would just completely edit, edit that out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> edit, go back. So what do you want to talk about? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, good. So I'm curious because you're coaching real estate professionals all the time. Mm-hmm. What are some stories that stand out, you know, in the back of your mind and your memory of really tough conversation real estate professionals have had to mm-hmm. have any situations where you're like, oh, that was a tough one for me to even help coach through, mm-hmm. you know? Anything stick out? The one that comes to mind, uh, I was coaching this guy. He is up in the uh, northeast area, Um, I think Jersey area. Uh, He hasn't been in coaching for a while, but I coach him for like two years. And um, he had never knocked on doors, was very against it. Like, oh, that's old school. And 
I'm very much a believer. It's there's lots of different ways to get business, and you definitely mm-hmm. want to fish out of more than one pond, kind of thing. Yeah, not farm. You're saying like not farm one specific area. Uh, he but had, wide in your reach. Yeah, like prospect different areas. So yeah. sure, if you want to send flyers and farm a neighborhood, awesome. If you want to network, go be parts of different groups, awesome. Mm-hmm. If you just want to go talk to homeowners, uh, he had specifically mentioned how. He, I don't even remember how door knocking came up, and he just, I don't know if I could do that. And then we just started talking deeper on just the hesitation he had around it, mm-hmm. and just through a couple different conversations, realizing that he just had a fear, and it was only because of fear. So we talked through that. Uh, he ended up knocking on some doors a couple different times, yeah, and ended up having three different transactions from that. So it's a big deal. Like when we talk about, well, let's back up for a second because. We need to, we'll talk about farming. So farming an area literally means if there's a subdivision, say you live in a condo, a residential area, you will farm that whole neighborhood, throwing flyers out, talking to them. They're going to know who you are, right? Because you have a consistent basis on which you're going to send out flyers or marketing material, right? So when you're farming an area, even if you know people, door knocking is a big deal. Like I did an open house last night. And the day before went and door knocked and they're nice homes. Right. So you're like, what, what could happen? Like, what's the worst that could happen? Regardless of how many times I've door knocked every time I'm like waiting for somebody to come to the door. It's like, oh crap. (laughs) Uh Cause then you got to be on, you know, Mm -hmm. and be a conversationalist, but you had experience too door knocking Mm -hmm. back in the day. Oh yeah. Not too far back in the day cause you're still young, (laughs) but back in the day. So were you able to apply that? to your conversations with him mm-hmm. did oh, he yeah. have any idea that you had door knocked oh yeah okay he knew. he knew I was like well luckily your coach door knocked for four years so, <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about yeah kind of. <laughs> uh, no but we talked about both uh the like technical aspect of door knocking and then like the psychological aspect of like hey don't be right at the door take a couple steps back turn sideways mm. like some of those things yeah well like too. even leaving your car door open somebody told me that you know if mm-hmm. the um driveway is like facing the door mm-hmm. or in the same area vicinity of it mm-hmm. like make sure you park close enough leave the door open so it kind of takes back some of the defensive nature of mm. what you're doing mm. I think it works because people yeah. kind of look at my car and they're like oh she's about to get back in it's not a long conversation yeah 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 I think it depends on what the approach looks like too yeah absolutely so good success story yeah well did that answer your question for that? yeah okay it did it was something that stands out because you know, we're in an age where we want that instant gratification. And I feel like a lot of newer agents that I've talked to personally, maybe don't take the old school approach. They're doing more of what's the, um, that service where you can call it sets up the phone numbers, right? Uh, yeah, I think there's a, a couple different things that like, I want to say Viper. I don't think it's Viper. Mm, I don't remember, but I know but that they're subscribing to those types of pro- products things. and services. Yeah, yeah. Where they're just like, okay, I'll call all the expired listings. the The phone number's right here. They don't really have to do a lot of work ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that goes. Down I to think like- there's a benefit of saving, you know, saving some money and just getting your butt in the neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, people are going to do business with people. Like, yeah. They're not really going to buy off of an email or off of a flyer. Like I get flyers all the time, but I'm like, someone be called it snail mail the other day. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I understand. But wait, my marketing material is snail mail? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to hold an event in my condo 
And um, I was on the Facebook group just letting people know, like, hey, it's this day. Look forward to seeing you all. And they're like, I think five of them were like, I didn't get it. And I'm like, I spent a lot of time yeah, yeah. <laughs> and effort and hard work on that postcard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean. it's a both and thing. People are like, oh, yeah. just email or just this or this or this. And it's like, oh, why don't you try all of them and see what's. Yeah. Or um, distraction. what a lot of people do. How do you feel about handwritten notes? I mean, that takes a lot of time, but mm -hmm. do you tell any of your clients that like, hey, do something maybe a little bit more personal? I think, I mean, I think getting creative and doing something different than other people are doing is always a good idea. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know one of my good friends down in Fort Lauderdale, he always writes handwritten notes. Like I go hang out with them or go to one of the events and I still get a handwritten note like, hey, it was good spending time with is you. Is this like your brother? Mm -hmm. Oh my mm -hmm. gosh. You yeah. got to. Yeah. Tell the world about him. Yeah, he's awesome. He's a broker with Southwestern Real Estate down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And um, he's just made that part of his practice to always write handwritten notes. And like even his uh, partners in the industry like make it a note like, oh, man, I need to do that more often. But he actually he practices what he preaches or like actually right. makes time for it. So and it's not paying for a service to write the handwritten notes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, he actually finds, yeah, <laughs> finds time on the weekend or at night or, you know. Like, yeah. So. Oh, good. Yeah. And he just celebrated his. Five year, five year anniversary five year. party. Yep, that you went to. Yep. Yeah. When I guess let me ask about him. When did he really start seeing the success after being in real estate? Mm -mm -mm. I have to because it takes a little bit in this business. It's mm -hmm. not like unless you have an incredible sphere of influence that is all ready to buy and sell at the same time. <laughs> it happen often. It's yeah, it doesn't happen often. Um, you know, and I'm seeing that myself. Mm -hmm. I've been in it for just about a year. Yeah. ish you know and it takes a little bit yeah and I would say the one thing that I have noticed and he'll even say it himself or mm -hmm. you know talk about it is just like he went into it with the long game in mind like right knowing that a lot of times you're planting a lot of seeds and it might not be a huge return on right. investment right away but if you're making the right connections if you're being a part of the community if you're really valuing people and their relationships mm -hmm. it's going to come back at some point and that's something that we coach on at Southwestern is just like hard work always pays off sometimes now, often later, but always eventually. Right. Like if you put in the hard work and if you're consistent with it, you're going to see a return on it. Yeah. And you're coaching people too. We're coaching people. It's mm -hmm. kind of different, but a little bit of the same. So sales cycles are elongated because people are complex. Mm -hmm. They're making decisions. It's emotional. There's money and time invested. Mm -hmm. um, how long are your sales cycles when it comes to like the coaching industry? Mm -hmm. You know, by the time that you start working with someone, they commit mm -hmm. to finally doing it, finally realizing, okay, hey, this is the money that I want to make. I'm mm -hmm. finally going to sign up for coaching. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. What does that look like? Yeah. Initially, we work with people for a year because it takes that long to form some of those longer lasting habits. Obviously there's seasons, there's seasonality in business. There's different seasons of seasonality yeah. in real estate for yep. sure. Mm -hmm. So we know if we can work with someone through every season of their business, we, yeah. know we can help them see results. But I mean, I have clients that I'm still coaching three, four or five years later. I have one client we're on a hundred call 120 something. Uh, so I love working with people long-term. How many times do you see people like Say they want to do coaching, they get into it, they're super successful. And then everybody, unless you're, I don't know, this radar, but like taking Adderall all the time and you're super motivated, <laughs> you know, if they ever leave coaching, how many mm -hmm. times do you see them come back? Because it's just in our nature. We need that mm -hmm. coaching. We need that element, friendships, social atmosphere to really keep yeah, us in yeah. check. 
Um, I love staying in contact with clients. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's something that I can always do better at as well, too. But yeah. um, I did have a, a client reach out back in October. And I was like, hey, I'm having an, a shift in my in my geography and <laughs> my work. Like, I think I need to get There's back into shift. coaching. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, let's talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, based on what someone's situation is, like, we've seen a lot of people, like, get back into coaching. But it could be for a different reason, right? Mm-hmm. For the... Uh, I think of another uh, client, she's in mortgage, and when she first got into coaching, she had just been in this, like, new to the sales side of it. She had been in the operations side of it for a while. Um, And so when she got in, she was more looking to develop her skills. Mm -hmm. Well, she got back into coaching at a different level last year, and it was more about, like, building a business because she was now in her own operation. It was more about, like, leading, hiring, retaining, building strategically. So people are at different places. Yeah, Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, and it makes me think about to these different brokerages, like on the real estate side, you'll have some brokerages that you work with that do provide training other brokerages that you get a better split on. And this, you know, is kind of similar to a conversation I was having with Sandy on the previous episode, but brokerages offer so many different things. And I feel like the higher the commission split, the less resources that they have. What's your experience with working with agents from X broker, brokerage, B brokerage, Mm -hmm. like, is there a mixture? Yeah. I mean, I think it's all over the place. Um, In terms of people that I prospect or that I talk to, um, I mean, we've, I I think of one of my favorite clients uh, in Texas and she, you know, they had internal coaching, but she's like, hey, we talk about XYZ with them and it's a lot of nuts and bolts, but you, what I talk about with you, like helps me apply those nuts and bolts. And I can talk about things with you that I can't necessarily talk about with my internal coach. So I'm always about like either supplementing, not replacing what they're already doing, but I think everyone's a little bit different when what they offer. Yeah. And plus you can coach them from a perspective that's not fully real estate. Mm -hmm. Like for us, sometimes we have tough conversations about, did you price that home too high? (laughs) Or did Mm -hmm. you you know, you never have conversations of, did you price it too low yeah. <laughs> per se, but, um, conversations that are maybe a little bit tougher on the brokerage side, because yeah, while we look at the data, sometimes it's just a personal conversation. Mm-hmm. We can say, Hey, here's all the data. This is what, you know, to our client, this is what we want to price the home at. This mm-hmm. is what we think the market is going to respond to. That's a conversation you're going to have with mm-hmm. your broker. But then with a sales coach, it's a little bit different. Like, Look, I understand they're a person. It's their home. They're emotionally attached to it. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they're going to decide on what that go-to market price is. Mm-hmm. And it's a tough conversation to separate because you know what you should do on the real estate side. Mm-hmm. But then on the personal side, what would you do? Yeah, You know, there's kind of like a compromise and a balance. And so yeah. I see the benefit of having a sales coach. Yeah. I have Plus, a, yeah. Go a ahead. what? No, go ahead. What's that look? No. Do you have uh, a story? No, no. Oh, I've okay. had I've had those conversations though on how to co- coach clients, you know, like how yeah. to hear what they're saying, but also be heard as yeah. well too. But. It's um the strategy and the psychology in real yeah. estate is a lot wider than I've ever thought, mm. you know? And I think we have this idea of what real estate agents are mm-hmm. that, you know, they don't, Maybe they don't put in as much effort as we think because they're not in corporate America or not in some structured job. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of this podcast, too, is yeah. to, like, bring enlightenment about that. Mm-hmm. Bring awareness a, on, like, what's all involved in the back end and what they yeah, actually do. We're 
technically independent contractors, but we're under a brokerage. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, like Katie works with so many professionals that do have sales coaches, right? She's a sales coach to them. Um, we're trying to hone in on our craft, right? And constantly get better and mm -hmm. get different certifications or designations. So we're not just showing up to the table and getting that check. It's a little bit more than that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure you do see the other side of real estate agents that don't. Yeah, I think I think there's, there's <laughs> that don't do all that. There's stereotypes in every industry. Yeah, did know, I just kick you under the table? <laughs> Sorry, it's not me. <laughs> uh, yeah, with you being my best friend, I yeah. just. Yeah. I mean, I think we work off of each other pretty well. Yeah. You hold me accountable. I hold you accountable. Yeah, yeah. We've adjusted what that looks like, but <laughs> <laughs> Katie runs five miles yes. a day. <laughs> so, so that would be the question for you: Is like, would you get into coaching? I wouldn't be your coach, but do I need to get coached? Do Sorry, you? Do I need to get coached? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have given me coaching. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, you said been... you saw the value in it, so yeah, yeah. The absolutely. Um, so Katie and I had a really big accountability conversation like a few years ago <laughs> and those conversations always happen when there's stress. Yeah. Do you remember it? Uh-huh. Yeah. I do <laughs> remember like, it. Yeah. Do. It was, it was rough. There was some tears, but she was so poised. Like even though it was an emotional conversation of us honestly just holding each other accountable, I don't remember you at all not being poised. Like you were still very much like pretty much not quote, don't quote me, but like, I love you. You need to say this differently. <laughs> so it's, it's truly helped because some of the buyers that I work with, it's, it's tough, mm -hmm. right? Like you're trying to get them to the finish line. It's not like we're doing these mundane tasks and just like checking it off. Okay. Did this for them. Like mm -hmm. we're there, we're building a relationship. Like we work with them for so long mm -hmm. and there's a lot of emotion that goes into play. We've talked about this before and sometimes it's really hard to keep your head, mm -hmm. but yeah. I feel like the conversation you and I had a few years ago mm -hmm. has really helped me get to the point and be self-aware too mm -hmm. of you can be upset based on their decisions, based on yours, but regardless, you're going to re be remembered by how you made someone feel, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. what you say. One of my favorite quotes. Yeah, like people aren't going to remember what you do or what you say, but they're going to remember how yeah. you made them feel. And I think, I mean, I think in real estate in general, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people miss that. And maybe they don't consider the first impressions they're making or just the interactions they have on a day-to-day -day basis. Like, right? you never know, like, who that person could know or be or me. It's just like, Work hard, be kind, and do what you say you're going to do. Absolutely. Those are like my three things. And never judge a book by its cover, especially in Florida. We're in a market where people can walk into a home, not that flip flops are bad and board shorts, but like <laughs> can be millionaires or ultra millionaires. And you have no idea because our impression of how we think they should be dressed is just different, right? Mm -hmm. There's like some cognitive dissonance there. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of psychology. And isn't I remember hearing something like within the first eight seconds, somebody mm -hmm. you're judged <laughs> or like, yeah, like people being have... able to identify what type of person is this? Is it like the driver type personality? Yeah. Is it the person who's like going to relate to the people that you know or right. more analytical? Yeah. yeah. And it's helpful to be able to study personalities. Mm -hmm. You know, like mm -hmm. I think when you first met me, I was very much like blunt. This is who I am. This is me. This yeah. is how I feel. Um, 
And then over time, when you start learning different personalities and kind of adjusting, Mm -hmm. right? Like meeting someone with the same tone, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. if you're talking down here, I'm going to talk down here. You're talking up here. I'm going to totally do it too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, it takes a lot of practice and Mm -hmm. you incorporate that in your coaching. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We coach people not on like, not only selling the way people want to buy, but also leading people the way they want to be led because a lot of people in leadership have gotten there because they're really good at sales or they like hit there, but then it's not like they always get like trained or coached on how to effectively lead people. Mm. So uh, they just say, do what I did. And that doesn't always work for everyone. So Yeah. That's like, that was very much corporate America is mm-hmm. you do good, you get the raise, you get the title change, mm-hmm. but do you know how to lead people? It's very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things I love about Keller Williams too, is they, you, the minute that you get put in a position like that, you're mm-hmm. trained on, okay, how to be a market center team lead, right? Right. Like this is yeah. your role. This is how you approach people. This is what you do. Yeah. So I think it's so valuable. Absolutely. What's yeah. the best part that you love about coaching? Uh, I love helping my clients see results. Yeah. Like whether that is financially, a lot of clients, yeah, double and triple their income. Um, yeah. You know, but I also have had clients who say like, Man, I'm better able to spend time with my family. I can be more present. Like, like more, they're more effective. Yeah. Like I got so excited. I have uh like four clients who had their best year last year. And my one client, she's going to Monte Carlo on this trip that she won. And she's Monte Carlo. It's a destination. Like they're going on their like incentive trip there. And she's like, I hadn't won that. I've only won it one other time in like I want to say 17 or 20 years. But so she's super excited about it. I was excited for her. So I need to Google it now. Yeah. People are probably gonna be like, "How does she not know what Monte Carlo?" <laughs> it's between, it's like between Italy and France, I think. But. Oh, so it's out of this. Out of oh yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's looking. Miguel is judging me already. <laughs> oh, you've been there. It's <laughs> nice, right? I mean, I looked it up and I was like, "Yes." <laughs> Can you put a picture of Monte Carlo right here? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh. Yeah. Wow. So anyways, my favorite part of coaching is helping people. Yeah, that's why I really enjoy it. You know, my favorite part of coaching people. I'm just kidding. I don't. I I mean, just being real estate. uh, Oh, wow. That's a good question. I feel so like I said this to Sean when I was coming home the other day. I feel so successful when I just complete tasks. Mm -hmm. Is that weird to say? Like, it's not getting to the finish line. It's not like, oh, my gosh, have a listing. Oh, my gosh. You know, I got my BBA. I'm working with buyers that are looking for a 2 or $3 million home. It's not that at all. It's literally completing tasks for mm-hmm. them, whether that's finding a home that just hit the market and they're really excited to see it um, or it's, you know, like door knocking, things like that where all it takes is one person for mm-hmm. you to talk to, mm-hmm. right? And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is so worth it. That's what happened to me the other day. Mm. Talked with her for 35 minutes at her doorstep. She's like, oh, my gosh, you're going to crush it. This is great. I have two connections for you. By the way, so-and-so next door, I wanted to say his name, Mm -hmm. so-and-so next door owns two lots, and it's in a really nice neighborhood, and he's getting ready to sell soon. Cool. You know, different Mm -hmm. things like that that Mm -hmm. make it worth it, you know, rather than just getting a door slammed in your face. I like to call it, yeah, like (laughs) finding the treasure. That was like my motto for knocking on doors 14 hours a day like I'm just gonna find the treasure today whatever that may be Katie is the most positive person you'll ever meet (laughs) (laughs) I used to think I was positive (laughs) now I'm a little bit more realistic (laughs) but Katie's like 
positive all the time. Door knocking is not easy. Any mm-hmm. people that have ever door knocked for Vivint, right? Security systems, anything like that. It is. I had a solar guy yesterday. And I was like, it is rough. Yeah. Oh, were you like, I appreciate you. Yeah, no, I've bought pest control from you before. I'm like, hey, if I'm like, sure, I'll listen to you. I, I mean, I know what it is. <laughs> I try to do that now that I'm out of the tech industry. Like when yeah. I get robocalls where it's like you pick up their silence and it goes, boop. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, not today. Yeah. <laughs> Other yeah. times I'm like, tell me, what do you yeah. want to sell? Yeah. I, think, I respect you. I think good good salespeople appreciate good salespeople. So. Absolutely. I'm a total buyer. <laughs> That's what I love about this industry, too, is the connections that we can make. And you have so many. Katie is like Miss St. Pete, if we could do that. Uh, Not just buttering her up, but like she has so many connections. Oh. Um that's why you're on the pod. <laughs> but really, really. It comes out. <laughs> no, I love you. <laughs> but um, like this business and talking with people and forming connections and just mm-hmm. knowing that anybody that isn't under a large, large corporation, right, where you're you have the healthcare, you have everything. Being an independent contractor is so pivotal to know people, to be nice to people, mm-hmm. um, because like you said earlier, you never know who mm-hmm. someone is, the connections that they have. And it's yeah. really important. Yeah. I'm, I'm huge about that. Like I, of course I love like being introduced to people and connecting with new people. And I also always want to be a connector for people too. And just like, Hey, yeah. you know, it might work out, might not, but Hey, you guys should meet each other. Mm. No, I think I've introduced you to like 10 people. You're like too much. Katie. <laughs> I know. One day she sent like three or four text messages introducing me to different lenders. And I was like, I am so sorry. Three weeks later, <laughs> it was a lot, uh, but but yeah, she I, knows I like to help people. So yeah. And if any of you are ever interested in coaching, I know you'll either see this as far as the video goes. So you see who she is, or if you want to just check her out too on the pod where you only get the audio version, we'll put it in the, the show notes for you. So, oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you came. This was fun. It wasn't as uh, scary as not knowing what we were talking about as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I just really wanted your natural reaction on like, would you allow me to sell her? help you buy yeah <laughs> see if you said yes or no <laughs> do you really think i was gonna say no <laughs> i mean you never know <laughs> just kidding well, yeah. well thank you all for listening um you can check out the show on any place you can find podcasts but my instagram st pete real estate facebook is the same and katie if you want to yeah. give them your handles it's katie hassan coach so both of on course. facebook <laughs> facebook and instagram it's just katie hassan coach Okay. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I love you. Yeah. Love you too.